Good morning. Okay, it's not it's not morning. It's it's about 7 p.m. But it's morning for me because I woke up like a solid, I want to say, four hours ago. And I was just hesitant on going like, you know, is it a weekend special? Does it feel like a weekend specialist type week? Yes, it does because I'm feeling great. I am feeling pretty damn good. You know what I mean? Um, it took a minute just because of all the energies uh, in the house the last week. You know, God bless, rest his soul, Eduardo Vasquez, my cousin, my brother, my f- best friend, honestly, the elder of the monks, elders, uh, rest in peace. But it's just, it gave, it, it took about a solid week and all the energies to just leave out of the house to finally, you know, me to cope with whatever I'm coping with, you know, uh, and people have different coping mechanisms. For me, I like to stay busy. And one of the things that I like to do is do a podcast. And always remember, guys, you heard it here first from no, I think that's from 2012. Um, the movie that movie was so amazing. I remember watching in the theater with my uncle. He took me with his wife, my aunt and uh, two kids. And it was one hell of a movie. It was, I think, 2009. So three years before the actual 2012 hit. And, yeah, Charlie, the the maniac that lives in Yellowstone that just wanted to see that volcano. We're all going to die anyways. You know, he just wanted to see the volcano, the super massive volcano in Yellowstone. Get your kids out of Yellowstone. I've, I've, i got to stop watching movies. I I I constantly do and i stutter uh i constantly do movie references you know like today right after i woke up it's a sunday nothing else to do every everything on on god's green earth from on my end is already done so why not make a daiquiri and the help is one hell of a movie it's drama i like it a lot uh, first watched it in English class and I ended up buying it but yeah I was just making the daiquiri and uh, I was just talking to myself going like yeah, sh- should you be making this at around 3 o'clock p.m. and he's uh, and I'm like yeah of course the fuck I'm arguing with myself and then I'm like well that's what the governor says and you can't argue with the governor <laughs> especially not in Mississippi uh, <laughs> but um, yeah a little inside jokes uh, from the help and also 2012, that movie is one hell of a movie. Uh, I forgot. We always started shit off with sparking the CB Dois. And I got a couple notes, too. Oh, geez. I got a couple notes as well. Let me, let me open the door real quick. <coughs> Oh, man, CBD hits a little bit stronger when you haven't been token it in about two days. Either that or it's, I'm starting to figure out. I think when you wrap CB Dois, um with blunt paper or tobacco paper, I'm getting more force of the tobacco than the, than the actual plant. You know what I mean? So I'm starting to realize, like, am I a tobacco... Nick, my nicotine fiend, 
or am I a CBD fiend? You know what I mean? But it doesn't matter. I'm ashing. I'm ashing in the proper place. We got lists of of things to do here on the podcast. I finally made. I'm finally trying to be consistent here. You know what I mean? I'm jotting things down. I want to talk about a couple things. So I write them down before I get on the podcast. Or else you just guys get a lot of uhs and like improv. So I finally got shit written down. And also Google reports. You guys don't want to hear none of that. Um, but anyways, I started my new job here. Okay, so you... Oh, man. I've been through so many jobs. I think the first podcast that I did, I was at Kansas Star Casino. Uh, and then after that unemployment for a minute and then i've recently just been through three jobs the first one first two were cooking and i've been cooking like if you look at my resume it's about 75 percent cooking skills i like cooking but i always said in in uh in high school i don't want to do it as a career you know as a hobby i'd rather do it as a hobby i'd rather i'd much rather sit at a desk do an it job or a customer service job, go home and cook a fucking four-star meal that only I'm going to eat. You know, not even invite anyone else. And if I did invite anyone else, then they got to bring a side, you know, because why the fuck am I cooking everything? That's why I don't invite people over, because I have those prejudgmental uh, things in my head. Then again, every time I barbecue with the boys, they always bring like sodas and chips. That's Maybe that's why I don't invite people over. Like, you're not going to have the fucking i'm over here in the kitchen slaving away marinating the the meat you know and all this other shit and all you're gonna bring it is sodas and chips and also an ipa beer what the hell is an ipa beer oh my cousin in the unfortunate circumstances that that was last week he bought ipa beer that shit fucked me up one can and i was like what uh, it usually takes me two cans of like a modelo, a modelo, you know, and I can't, I gotta stop saying it like a white person just because I'm doing a podcast, modelo, uh, modelo, or a corona, you know, two bottles of that and I'm cool. But when it came, he, he even said it too, I'm all military guys, you know, they know that, that that shit is carbs on carbs. And IPAs are made from the plant, the hop, the the hops plant, or whatever plant gives you the hops. You know, it's kind of it tastes like bud, it tastes like weed, you know, it tastes like grass. And apparently, the longer they keep it in a copper tin, the 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 more like shit it's gonna taste, and more fucked up it's gonna get you. Is my understanding of IPAs. And I, I never really liked them, but uh, I drank one can and one can only, and I was like, yeah, fuck it. Like, he also bought, like, a 24-pack. I'm not sure why the kid wanted to get fucked up, but, you know, it's there. I'm going to drink it. You know, if it's if it's a Modelo Negro, I'm, I prefer those. I want to drink two. If there's, like, Bud Light, and it's the only thing is Bud Light, I'm going to drink a Bud Light just to... Just to get things rolling, you know, especially if there's people around. You don't want to be that sad sack of shit in the corner drinking a fucking Miller Light or a fucking, uh, Jesus, or a Natty Light. God forbid you be the guy that brings a Natty Light to a party where everyone has Crown Royal, Patron, tequila, shit like that. All right, into the subject. ADD, ladies and gentlemen. It's, it's an amazing force 
uh, to be reckoned with here in the 2021's security story. Okay. <laughs> already, already security stories, man. When I was in Ra's dress for less, the only way to get tail, to get some pussy, was basically be a man and go walk up to him. Or, or this is how I got my first ever girlfriend. Just because in high school I was about 250 pounds. I, I always knew how to open. I knew how to open and I was in there. But I was too in there or for too long to where I got friend zoned. To where they like looked at my personality and go like, yeah, for the amount of weight that he has and the like eccentric force that he's producing, I think I should stay away from him, you know? Now, now I've, I've honed those energies <laughs> Toned them back uh, a little bit, and and now you know tail just comes at me. And knock on wood, hopefully it doesn't stop. But you know my my late cousin Eduardo always said, energy is attractive, man. You know you just put that energy out, and they're gonna come to you. And that's one of the biggest advices I can give to anyone out there is just really represent that energy. You know, do onto people as you want done to you not necessarily by the same person but just in general you know because if that person if you treat that person nicely then they're always gonna like you know you never did shit to them then they have no reason to not say hey to you or hi to you in in certain circumstances so security story Raj dress for less taking a swig of water <clears throat> 7 p.m ladies and gentlemen i'm gonna get fucked up tonight uh, daiquiris on me, am I right? Woo! Uh, <laughs> um, fucking, so the only way to get tail, um, my, my first piece of tail, right after high school, I lost the weight, I'm looking good, looking fresh to death, all black, slimming, ugh, Eric, two, four years ago, oh, I just wanna fuck him, come back to me, my son, um, no, well, I wrote I wrote down on an index card to this one. I told an associate of mine. I'm like, yo, do me a favor. <clears throat> I wrote down. I said, hey, you're cute. Or something of this line. Something of the lines. Hey, you're cute. Can I get your number? Or, or, or no, 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 no. I think I said, hey, you're cute. Text me. Security guard up front, you know, balls hanging deep on the table, just, you know, it's me, the only guy <laughs> associate in the whole store, because cause every single woman on earth wanted to work at Ross four years ago, and we only had like two male associates, I was one of the first males associates on the floor, and then I, I graduated to, to be an, a loss prevention, but... But yeah, every it was my my duty to protect uh, a shit ton of females. I want to say the ratio was about ninety ten, associate male to women associates. <clears throat> Even in the males, like they wouldn't last long. To be honest, if they didn't make SPS, they're not gonna make it in Ross until they finally jacked up the fucking minimum wage to twelve bucks. Oh man, when that happened, first of all, I quit just because the uh, management were talking out of their asses. But, um, but yeah, when that happened, everyone's working at Ross now. <clears throat> Anyways, so I, I laid that down. I tell my associate, yo, 
take this to that girl that's about her, that's in the fitting room. Yeah, that's right. I had eyes like a hawk. I was kind of following her with my eyes into the fitting, not into the fitting room. I'm not a creep, but like you know, she's going to the fitting room. I'm like, hey, that, and I, and we had walkie talkies, one for the fitting room, because a lot of fucking loss losses happen in the fitting room. So we had radios in the fitting room, management, uh, up up front, and then me. <clears throat> and I, I was radioing the, the fitting room. Hey, that girl that just walked in there. I'm going to have this girl go give you a note. I need you to give it to her. And so she gives it to her. She's she's done buying or she's done looking and shit. She doesn't even buy anything. You know, she doesn't even buy anything. But she comes out. She goes out of the door and I say, have a good day because my job is to have a great or fucking greet people out greet people in and she looks at me and she we know the deal and she texts like a day later and from then it was off to the races that was just practice number one out of many men i was watching alpha m shout outs to alpha m uh i didn't get no advice from brothers so alpha m on youtube if you are still doing videos which he is if you're okay <clears throat> this is a quick ad like if you just lost your shit after you know a breakup or you're still uh you know first at bat or in the first quarter listen 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 it's not it's not weird to get advice from a fucking healthier guy than what you grew up around you know i'm not gonna tell my dad hey you know what type of protein should i be taking or 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 like this other there's other like how to smell good, you know. Fuck, you gotta fucking you gotta smell good, dude. If you have body odor and you're like 25, 23, constantly bod like you, it, unless you visited India or are from India, come on, you don't have a deodorant. They're a dollar at Dollar Tree, you know. Put that shit on constantly, you know. I my mother raised a a fool probably, but but I'm clean. You know what I mean? Not not necessarily with the bitches that I've been with, but I'm clean. Like I'm, I smell good, <clears throat> and so Alpha M tell like teaches you to hone that in. You know what I mean? He sells men's products, hair gel, fucking. Uh, there's a difference between gel and like this pomade or some bullshit moisturizers, dude. I remember going to Beth Bath and Body Works. And getting the men's section. Um, and I kind of want to go back in there. Because it was such a good fucking lotion. My dad stole one of mine. It was an ocean um, ocean mist. Some bullshit like that. <clears throat> and I put in the I put in the, the curse words. Just to make it more manlier. You know. End of the day. I went into Bath and Body Works. With a v-neck black. And like. I was looking good. Oh my. I'm feeling good. 20. Feeling good can't beat it um three years no four years later right um but bath and body works and it was like this i always like woodland smells or something like that it was a green tag anyways so yeah yeah i get the number i get the tail get her in my bedroom do the shebang and then it was just like i said off to the races with another one 
to where I just walked up to her and just like, you're not in trouble or anything. I just thought you're really cute. You on Facebook? Let me get your number. Did all that. Went to the mall. She was in the military. Bam! I'm in a hotel room. I re- I remember. I remember because I had to call my brother, who's one year older than me. Uh, Oscar, you see, you heard him on the podcast, and literally. I was like, do I, should I get condoms? And he said, go get condoms. And I didn't do that. So <laughs> I didn't do that because I didn't do a, do anything that night. Literally, all I did was finger blaster. And this was my second chick. So I, I was literally in the fucking, in the in the blinds, you know, like a deer in a headlight, just, just feeling shit down there that I, I think I seen in porn. And so, yeah, didn't talk. It was kind of one night stand thing. We're friends on Facebook still, but that's just the creep in me. Um, so let's see, security story. That's one. There was this guy. Okay, so I work with this guy, and he he is an actual security guy. You know what I mean? He worked in he works in he worked in strip clubs, and he and he was just talking about exes and shit like that. And he was telling me about his ex story, and how like the guy hates him you know like he hasn't even met the guy but he hates him and i go like dude your ex is talking about you like if if she if the guy doesn't even know you and he hates you the girl's talking about you dude you must have left one hell of an impression or something you know but but then again i there was another half of me where i'm like what but then again you know if she if she pointed you out, if she, and this guy's like fucking fifty eight, you know what I mean. So I'm just talking to him like a regular human being. I'm not paying attention to age, just a conversation. But I'm all like, if she pointed you out in a crowd, you know, okay, yeah, that would piss me off. But under the intentions that I didn't even know who the fuck you were, and she pointed you, like she has to initiate the. I have this many exes, this was my favorite, or, or like, this is the one I hate the most, and then guys just inference that and wire, like, you know, two plus two equals three, so guys just automatically think, oh, hate means love because he fucked you over somehow, you know, you guys fucked, and then he fucked you over, so the relationship is over, um, <laughs> I guess, and, and bam, I hate that guy, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, he's all like, I don't know why I'm still hang up, hung up on this girl, and and shit like that, and he's all like, maybe it's because I taught her, taught her a lot of shit, you know. I was like, dude, maybe that's why, like, maybe that's why I'm hung up on this ex, you know. No names, no names whatsoever, but I taught her a lot of shit. Out of the many after her that I was with, it was like, oh man. And it's not the one from Ross. This is a different girl. Like this, I've been through many with many chicks. Like you guys heard the stories on the previous podcasts, where you know two little black chicks in my basement in the apartments, uh, riding riding solo, going to the neighbor's Elizabeth's house, getting some oatmeal, sleeping next to a girl in the fucking uh, kindergarten. Just because I knew I was the papa in mom and house. Guys, guys, guys. Like, <clears throat> I never got I never got pussy till 21. But uh, throughout high school, people just assumed. People just assumed I got tail. 
And I was like, yeah, I might as well roll with it. I was kind of, I was always flustered and blushed going like, guys, come on. Come on. <laughs> nah, nah, not yet, not yet. I hope so. You're going to help me. <laughs> You're going to help. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so you learn from those type of things. You know what I mean? But that's what makes me an asshole today. I'm such an asshole. Like, I just keep things candid and real. And then you really find out who wants to hear it and who doesn't. And if you want to keep hearing it, I usually see people improve, you know, when I tell them, like, you know, shit they don't want to hear, I guess you could say, um, from what I see. And I see them improve in their life as not not necessarily a lot. This is another knock on Hood, uh, just because I don't know their fucking life. This is just what they tell me. And it's like their overall mood. You know what I mean? But but. That's just me talking to them, you know. They could be put it on the face. That's why I keep my circle very small. Very small in a sense. Oh jeez. Yeah, the C B Dua is very cool, mellow. I'm gonna give it a solid seven ten. Operation Desert Storm top ten facts, guys. So the guy, the security guard that I was just talking about, we'll get into more stories later on. Uh, in in more podcasts, I just don't want to keep it rambling on with one. Uh, but he was in Operation Desert Storm, and I was like early two thousands, right? And he said, "Yeah." And just this is just this is just interesting to me that, he, that he's like he's like I've been shot more times out here in the civilian world than in the military. And he looked at me all serious, and I'm like, "Really?" And he's all like, "Yeah." I, and I was in Operation Desert Storm, man. He's all like, you know, over there. I'm all like, yeah, early 2000s. And he's, and he's like, yeah. He's like, we didn't see no action. <laughs> we didn't see no action whatsoever. And I was like, really? That's that's amazing. And I think it was like, I think it was like during Nick. No, not what am I talking about, right? I think it was during fucking... Bush's administration, where this uh, this all went down for bombs that weren't even weren't even there. Apparently, a look back on Operation Desert Storm, where five more than five hundred thousand American troops deployed to Saudi Arabia as part of Operation Desert Shield. Okay, no. Six things to know about Operation Military dot com. That sounds like a made up website. All right. Nowadays, when people think of Iraq, they think of they think they think of the war that began in two thousand and three, ISIS, and the long fight against terrorism. But the U.S. military first major conflict with the country came more than a decade before that. More than 25 years ago, in fact. Operation Desert Storm began January 17, 1991. Wow. He was, okay, so, <clears throat> so yeah, he seemed pretty, like I said, he was, he looked pretty old, but I didn't know it was in 1991. That's amazing. Okay. <clears throat> Back to the anonymous voice. Operation Desert Storm began January 17, 1991, after Iraqi forces who had invaded neighboring Kuwait refused to withdraw. 
The conflict is now commonly known as the Gulf War. I'm going to have to ask if he was in the Gulf War because that is very interesting. All right, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. This is going to be the top 10 facts. And we are like approaching 30 minutes, guys. So I don't want to ramble on. But let's go top 10 facts of Operation Desert Storm. The war was pretty short. <laughs> Fact number one. <laughs> Uh, the start to finish Desert Storm only lasted 43 days from January 17th. Jesus. From January 17th to February 28th, in 1991. In fact, the land campaign is infamously known as the 100 year ground war for obvious reasons. That's about as long as it lasted. Jesus. I see why he said, oh, man, he didn't do shit. He didn't do shit, and then he never got shot at. <clears throat> Thing only lasted 43 days. I'm over here thinking early 2000s, Black Hawk Down, uh, American Sniper. Why it happened, we don't want to know the why. Fact number two, classified secret squirrel mission makes history. Desert Storm started out as an air campaign with Operation Senior Surprise, which became known as Secret Squirrel 7B. 52G Stratoforce stresses left Barksdale Air Force Base, Louisiana, and flew. That, that was crazy. Uh, so a B-52G, it's a fucking plane. Uh, they left uh, an Air Force Base in Louisiana and flew 14,000 round trips to uh, for the first time launch 30. Okay. 14,000 round-trip miles to, for the first time, launch 35 conventional air-launched cruise missiles at strategic Iraqi targets. It was the longest aircraft combat sortie of its time. Wow. Must have sucked if you are in the Air Force, man. <clears throat> the war... A during impact. While Desert Storm was largely... This is fact number three. The war... Uh, while Desert Storm was largely, has largely been overshadowed by the more recent Iraqi war and the current crisis with ISIS, <laughs> the impact of relevance remains. About 697,000 U.S. troops took part in the war. 299 lost their lives. Their lives. All right. Not like that. that Jesus, that's crazy horrible not like all right but like all right not, i didn't know that many lives were lost out of the many troops that that took place in that war <clears throat> then again the guy i talked to said he never had been shot at stay on top of your veteran benefits is that really it i think i skipped a lot of facts six things to know that was three you know what guys fuck it that was three that's all you get all right Let's stick, let's stick to the podcast. So, oh, man. I'm, so I'm security now at uh, Midnight Rodeo. Go ahead and visit it. Um, also, shout out to Herbalife. Day number three. Feeling fucking great. And scratch my nose because I think I'm lying. Just because I only drank two shakes today. And I'm, I'm not hungry, but I want to eat something. And it's mental over my stomach not growling. Uh, so I just got to drink plenty of water, but that also makes me want to piss a lot. So there's kind of a balance. All right. Uh, so I'm security at midnight rodeo and 
the girl. Two girls go to a bar. This is not a joke. <laughs> this really happened. I'm sorry if it sounds like I was going to, like, you know, set up for a joke. No. Two girls were at a bar. And one of them didn't have a wristband. And I'm like, do you have a wristband? Oh, no. And I'm like, okay, come with me. I got to get you a wristband. Leaves her drink on the table. And she can she get a wristband? She's like, do this or something like that uh, to the other security woman. And she said, have a nice day. And I'm like, okay, go back in there. And and they're looking at me in shock like, no, get her back. I'm like, hey, hey, wait, come back, come back, come back. And come back again. Uh <laughs> And what's it called? Yeah, she's all like, okay, you need to leave, you know, because you can see that the X's were wiped off with some alcohol wipes uh, or some some bullshit. And honestly, I think there needs to be a fucking black light. No, that's just too. That's too. Or like maybe a silver Sharpie or white Sharpie. No, it just blends in with their skin. It's too ominous. Too obvious. Using too many words. Um, anyways, so she goes and her friend was okay. Where, where she had the wristband. She's like, "I'm let me get my tab, and we'll leave." And this fucking white girl continued to drink, the fucking drink. So I'm all like, "God damn it!" I fucking approached her, and she put it down. And being a hot, skinny white chick, uh, who was twenty, uh, at least or eighteen. Because you gotta be, she was just dancing all over me. You know what I'm, okay. She was just dancing on me, and the WAP song was on. And she's all like, You wanna dance? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> and I'm gonna get more of this. I'm, I hope not. Just cause I don't want all that fucking attention. People looking at me, the security's going like, Oh, what is he gonna do? I don't know. I don't know, but. Kept it professional, and I'm like, no, I gotta, I gotta, I can't dance while I'm on, on the job. <laughs> I can't dance when I'm on the job. And, and she's all like, and she just started, yeah, she just started dancing and shit, all hot. And her friend finally came over, and eye contact was just mean. We were just like, straight eye contact the whole time, so she wasn't that drunk. I didn't get the digits, all right. Um, I think that was my first day there, so let me let me ease up into this. You know what I mean? And I'm actually, I'm actually trying to, I'm trying to keep my dick in check, all right. I'm trying to keep my dick to myself, and that's gonna be for six months. Uh, rack the monies up. Knock on wood, uh, because we are out of time, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and so, yeah, that was pretty dope. A little little podcast there for you guys. Uh, I had more um, more shit to talk about, but we're going to save those for the next podcast. Uh, so, guys, have a BE, like always, all right? Go to, go if you guys are looking for at least to lose some weight or maintain the weight you're, you're have, you have, uh, but be more healthier. As in, you know, some people are skinny fat, uh, some people are fat fat, me, I'm fat fat, uh, but I also carry it around the gut mostly. Uh, if you look at if you look at me, I'm more stocky uh, on on the up, like, you know, around the chest area, around the upper body more stocky, and then the fat, I mostly carry it uh, around my waist. Uh, so, 
So yeah, I'm, I'm slowly cutting it all down with Herbalife. If you guys want a wellness evaluation for free, go ahead and sign up uh, on my Herbalife website, which is my first name, last name, ericrenteria.goherbalife.com. That's once again, ericrenteria.goherbalife.com. Uh, sign up finish a wellness evaluation for me and then we'll get you started with and it'll actually tell you uh the recommended protein intake uh meals you should be having that day um and i know all this so that way uh we can talk about it together and see what kind of supplements are right for you in order to meet your wellness goals uh and of course the sponsored ad right after this guys thank you for listening and i hope you guys have a beautiful day and i'll a b see ya